Welcome to CEO Conversations, the private practice podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Mabra. This is your one-stop shop to learn the business side of your practice on a deeper level. On this show, we empower you to own your CEO status to scale your practice for growth, sustainability, and profit. Listen in as we talk about how to market your practice to gain more visibility, hire, build, and engage your ride-or-die dream team, create streamlined operations, and make financial decisions as a CEO. It's time to show up as a confident leader to create a practice and life you love. Let's get started. So time management, time management. So, and looking at what you're, how you're showing up with using your time, part of the reason why we're doing this is because your time is like what you do with your time is over you, right? That is one of the things that you have full blown. Okay, good. You started yesterday. Awesome. So like you have full blown control. It's a nightmare. (laughs) You have full control over how you show up with your time, right? There is nothing where you can say like, oh, I don't know how this happened. How you spend your time is, is perfectly your choice. And so some of it is that's normal. So I want you to think about not so much what you're doing, because you can say like, oh, I'm working on email, how you're working on the email and even maybe some of the distractions that might be coming up, you know, while you're doing a certain task is truly the gym, you know, and so once you start to pay attention to what you're doing, now you start to pay attention to like, oh, am I getting distracted? Like I said, like yesterday, even for me, for example, I was working on content yesterday. Well, during the course of that, I checked social media twice. You know, I popped into my email. I then went back to the content and, you know, and it's just like, oh, no wonder it took me so long to do it. And so it's getting really clear on some of those things. And so that's the, that's the gem of this, because now whether or not what you decide to do with it, it's just, you know, those little things is what can turn an hour task into two hour task. And then this is where the opportunity for you to start to tweak some things, refine some things, set yourself up for success, um, you know, after you get some of that realization. So Amanda, that's a really great point. So when you think about time and not having enough time, the amount of time that you're taking to put it in one format and then taking the time to put it in a second format when it's the exact same information, asking yourself, what is, does this serve me? It's additional time. You know, is there something else that I could maybe use that time for or to focus on something else, you know? And so just getting really clear into what you're doing, how you're doing it and why are you doing it? Like, how is this serving me? And what's the purpose when it comes to building the business and just truly of you being a full owner of your time? Like, I'm doing more than what I thought I was doing. So, you know, and that is truly, and and it also can feed into, there's not enough hours in the day to get everything that I need to get done. So when you're thinking about your time, right? And is there an opportunity again, Bella, what I was saying, like, is there, is there something that you're doing the same task multiple times in different ways, right? So finding the hidden things that you're doing that don't serve you. The other thing is to find, if it comes down to the business, finding if it's something that I can delegate where I don't need to do it anymore. And then is there an opportunity to do a policy and procedure for it to where someone, so Diana, you're talking about comments. Comments is draining. Okay. Well, what comments are you answering? Is there a trend to the comments that you're answering to where now your social media person can answer a bulk of those comments and only bring you in 
if there's a specific type of comment that actually needs for you to, for you to say something. It's looking at specifically what's happening with my time and then giving very granular on just not saying, oh, well, it's, I'm doing what I thought I did, or it's just, I'm just doing what I thought would happen. No, like what's happening in, because truly you have a choice. You have a choice. Like there's no reason why you have to answer comments. There's no reasons why you have to do your, your task, you know, two times. The other thing too, is to think about batching, like batching your activities. So if there's certain trends with what you're working on, can you do that at a certain point in time? So for example, Mar Monday mornings are marketing Mondays for me. So I specifically focus on marketing on Monday mornings. I was trying to drip it throughout the week and that was not working. Fridays are financial Fridays. So on Friday, I'm specifically taking intentional time to look at financials, to pay attention to, you know, what's happening with the money. I look at it at the beginning of the week, but it's quick because I've already looked at it on Friday and did all my deep work. Right. So finding some of the things that you're working on, are there trends? What I was saying, even with the comments, are there trends with what you're working on? So that way you can put it at certain times. It needs to be very intentional with what you're focusing on. And you need to give yourself the grace to know my brain can only do so much. So instead of having to-do lists that might be a mile long, of course, you need to get to these things. It doesn't mean that it has to be all in one day. So are there, you know, a top three things or top four things that if you, if I get this done today, I want to feel great about what I got done today. So if you need to do a brain dump, do the brain dump and then pick out, I'm going to work on these three things today. I'm going to work on these three things tomorrow. I'm going to work on these three things next week. You know, these three things are going to have to get pushed to quarter two, you know, because I don't have the time to focus on it. And just realize that you have to give yourself the grace of being a person of life happening, because what's happening is you're not giving yourself space to allow for life to happen. And you want to do that. So based on what you know today, so far, you know, at the end of the seven days, then the goal is to put in finite solutions for what you found out about your time. However, I want you to start thinking proactively about what are some things that you're, for what the information that you do know now over the past couple of days, what are some solutions you can put into place today to start to make things easier, thinking proactive. Because if you continuously say, you know, there's not enough hours in the day, I don't have enough time, this is what this is telling me, then you're already going to come from a place of I, there's not enough hours in the day, I don't have enough time, compared to co coming from a place of what is the opportunity that I can get done with my time with the amount of hours that I have today? And what is the priority? And, you know, and so it's like the little things that will take up so much of our time and our, you know, our thoughts and things that we can't focus on truly the priority things because we have all this little stuff that's floating, right? And so it's getting really clear on what is the little stuff that's floating around that either you can just decide this isn't important right now and eliminate it. Can I delegate it? Can I give it to somebody? So the example of copay is perfect. Let me give it to somebody. So that way I don't have to worry about it. Because guess what? When you sit down and you look at the money, you're going to be able to sit like, oh, wait a minute, money's off. What's happening with copays? Like you'll be able, so it's a matter of putting in systems and processes to help with that little stuff that you're getting rid of. But the awareness, so my question for you is what else is there that's happening? That little stuff that's taking up that headspace. And so during this time audit, I want you to get really clear 
on what are some of those things? Because you've put some really great solutions in place. So just getting really clear on what are some of the other little things that are happening as you're doing this time audit or even paying attention to if you're focusing on one thing, is there something else that's popping up? You know, what is it and why is that popping up? Asking yourself and getting the awareness, not so much just going through the task, but why am I thinking this way? You know, why is this happening? Or what do I need to pay attention to this? And that way you're able to write down a true to-do list of what needs to get done. And I would start with some of that smaller stuff that takes energy that, you know, that steals your energy. So that way you have the capacity to focus on the bigger stuff. And remember, this is a process. This isn't like, oh, I know this. And now it's just, let me give it over and I'm done. No, now it's like, it's the awareness piece. And now you have to implement the plan for what needs to happen in order to get that off of your plate, right? So it's like a process that you're going through. It's not just a one and done, you know, this is ongoing. And then to, to, we're changing behavior and you, you guys know, like we're changing behavior. This takes time. This isn't just like, oh, I learned it. Oh no, it's now reinforcing it. It's now putting things in place for you to make it part of your everyday, you know, your thought processes, you know, for you not to be the first person, let me do it. No, now it'd be like, can my marketing person do it? You know, and so if you have teams or resources and, you know, then use them and then make sure that you're having proactive conversations, but everything starts with you first, which is why we're starting here. Cause you have to have the awareness of what's happening. So that way, you know, what to delegate, you know, what to get rid of, you know, what, you know, maybe where there's some opportunities to automate, but you have to have that self-awareness first, which is annoying. It can be really painful. This process, I know it can be really painful, but it's so good because you're now thinking differently. This is CEO thinking. You know, this is thinking from about things from a higher level, not just being stuck in the, you know, the everyday, because your time is truly yours. But the world of a CEO, especially if you want to grow your practice, you're going to be focusing on very key priority things that are going to move the practice forward. Again, everything comes from solution focus, be solution focused, opportunity, top three things for the day. You know what, at the end of this day, if I get... X, Y, and Z done, you know, what am I, you know, at the end of the day, what do I want to, you know, feel happy about? If you think about your day, doing something well, you can only get through maybe three or four things well, you know, by the time you're sitting there thinking like, oh, I'm tired, like, oh, you know, or you're half doing something or your brain's not fully functional, like all those things. So whenever you're planning, part of the reason why we're doing planning, we implement that is because your top three things are going to be in alignment with what the bigger project is. So to your point, yes, you can have a really big project. When you have that really big project, what are the three things that are in alignment with that really big project? So when we go through business planning, you only pick three to five things that you want to focus on. And so when you're thinking about those three to five things that you want to focus on, now you're going to break down the three to four things or three things that are in alignment with what that is based on a weekly and daily basis. So for example, right now we are, so the big project was, you know, I did a business health health training today. That was the big project to do the business health training. One of the action steps that I did today, one of the top three things that I had down was to show up in stories to talk about the business health training. But the bigger project was, you know, the business health training. So part of that was writing a presentation, you know, talking about the business training, writing emails for that, making sure people knew that it was available for them. So that's a lot of different things. So each day I took 
what was in alignment with that particular project, business health training, and then took the micro steps in order that needed to happen with that and put that as my top three. So on Monday, Marketing Monday, I wrote those three emails. This morning, I looked at the presentation to make sure that the presentation was still in alignment. But it's all in correlation with that big training that happened, you know, today. Two of the mindsets that I want you to pay attention to is abundance and scarcity. So when it comes to time, you know, we know that we are not promised tomorrow. When it comes to the abundance of time, we can choose to focus on what we want to focus on. What I hear you saying is that if I don't respond to these folks within a certain amount of time, I'm going to lose them as a client. I'm going to lose out on money. I'm going to lose out on, you know, essentially their health because no one can do what I can do. That's a scarcity mindset. So if you are functioning in your time from that type of mindset, then you're going to be tired. You're going to be burnt out. And it does not matter how many people you hire because you will always be in a scarcity mindset. So you have to put yourself first. Part of putting your time first and paying attention to how you're spending your time is to put yourself first so that way you can show up better as a practitioner, you can show up better for those you're here to serve, you can show up better from not being a place of burnout and tired and overwhelmed and stressed and resenting what you're doing. You have to look at, you know, how you're spending your time. You don't owe anybody your time, right? And so at the end of the day, if you were to know, I'm going to get a hundred comments Instead of saying, I have to answer all these comments or I'm not going to have anybody book, say from the hours of one to two, I'm going to answer these comments and then I'm going to move on to another project. And I'm going to focus on that. And then if there is something urgent that comes through, my team can notify me to let me know that there is something urgent that's come through. So that way I can maybe go back and focus on it. But you have to have faith in knowing your skill set. You have to have faith in knowing why people are showing up. If somebody is like, no, I can't deal. I have to talk to you. This just goes for being just in healthcare and practitioner. I have to talk to you. Then there needs to be some type of policy in place for what needs to get through to you. So it's a matter of this is the priority. If they say X, Y, or Z, this call gets brought to me or this comment gets brought to me. Outside of that, from one to two, you're checking comments. And for outside of that, you're honestly in a place of, I know that the nine people who just booked, if I wait even just two hours, or if I give myself the grace to, to fill myself up, if I eat lunch, then those nine people, maybe I won't get all nine, but I'll get seven and I'll be better with those seven because guess what? I have a full belly. When I'm working with you, I'm mentally healthy because, I, you know, as I'm working with you compared to, you might have those nine, but how you're showing up for those nine is not coming from a place of you being your best self. And that's tiring and that's exhausting. You know, like everybody's emergency, you know, everybody's situation is their emergency. However, from a clinical perspective, is it a true emergency? According to your clinical expertise, is it an emergency? I understand that you want to be seen. I understand that you want to get through. I understand that you need to schedule an appointment. Is it, does it have to be done today? If that, if it's not a true clinical emergency where it can wait, then guess what? Right now it needs to wait. 
And then on the back end, you know, like I have this waiting list. So now it's time for me to hire a provider or a clinician or, you know, to get some additional help. So that way I can show up in a better way. There will always be something when it comes to your practice that, you know, that maybe we can change this. Maybe we need to refine this or this situation happened, you know? And so ultimately it's looking at the situation and Bella, what I love what you're saying, like we used to, like we have red flags. So if, if you say this word, if this word suicide, suicide comes out, then this is the protocol for this, you know? And so you start to give your team the resources again, that they need to be successful. So that way you're getting pulled into the right things. The priority folks are getting scheduled. Um, so if you know too, like one of the things is you can always block off special appointment times for emergent cases. So you can go ahead and build that as part of your schedule. So if you know that that person needs to be seen within two days, then you can have, you can make room in your schedule for those folks that need to be seen right away. Right. So that way it's not like you're trying to add somebody into a jammed packed already schedule. And now you're, you know, you're super burned out. So just being proactive and thinking about things from a proactive perspective, when it comes to your time, your schedules, you know, the team that you have in place, policy and procedures is going to do yourself a world of good, you know, but definitely getting really clear on what are the bottlenecks or where are the things where you're getting pulled into that you don't have to necessarily get pulled into. Just remember, you have control over this. It might not feel that way, especially when you have things just coming at you all the time, but you truly do. You have, you know, you have control over how you show up to it. You have control over how you decide to handle it. All right. So as for time challenge, we're going to continue with the time challenge, continue to ask the questions, to ask, you know, get really clear on what's coming up, um, looking at opportunities when it comes to your time. Uh, making sure that the thoughts that you're thinking when it comes to your time are coming from a place of abundance compared to that scarcity place. Um, and definitely just realizing that you have control over how you spend your time, how you show up. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and it empowers you as the CEO of your practice. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure you subscribe, share the message and leave a review. If you want more information and support in growing and scaling your practice, click the link in the show notes to take advantage of our free resources or apply to work with me directly. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.